Hey, what's going on, guys? Our guest today is a holistic nutrition and self-love advocate. She's also a Reiki and quantum healer. And she's a big advocate for not taking things at face value, of putting in the work and doing your own research. I had a great time talking with her. She's incredibly nice. We had a a great conversation. We went deep on a number of different topics. I I think you guys will really like this episode. So please give it up for Amy Gunderson. That's perfect. All right. All right. So, Amy. Yes. Um, we have so much to talk about. I almost don't know where to start. <laughs> how about we kind of set the scenes for how I was introduced to you? So, right. with your protest that was on the news, you kind of gave yeah. a little talk. Do you want to kind of lay that out for people? Sure. Who don't know? Sure. Yeah. Oh gosh. Let's see. Where do we start here? And I call it a rally. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because it's really. It's more of an informational rally, as like my mindset on it. Okay. Um, a group of us, one friend in particular, had this notion of wanting to go in front of the schools and um, just say that we want our kids back into schools without masks, without distancing, and we're over it. So let's just get on with it. And so we're all for it. Um, and so <laughs> there's a group of us ladies um, that I've gotten together over the last year. We just found each other. Like minds are meeting. <laughs> and so um, we all came out to support. There was four of us, five of us that could make it. And one of our friends um, has a connection, a friend in, at Channel 3 News. And so she, her friend couldn't make it but sent a fr- another coworker out. And so he got some pictures of us and did an interview um, and all the ladies talked about five, ten minutes with him being recorded. He asked a million questions, and we all answered and had a lot of information to share. <laughs> it was a little overwhelming, I think, for him. Um, but, of course, being local news, it didn't really cover any of the good stuff. It just, you know, it had the soundbite of 5G, and that's, I think, what you saw. Yeah, funny how that yeah, works, right? Yeah, yeah. So all of our really um, valid information to support the cause, what we are really kind of standing for, um, was not relayed at all. Uh, so do you want to relay that right now for the people sure, that don't know? Sure, why not? Okay. Yeah, we were talking a lot about um, really like the political end of it um, was more of my other friend's forte. Like She's the ins and outs of knowing exactly how to go about everything legal. Um, but mine was more about... Um, <sighs> Here we go. Where to start, right? <laughs> yeah, right? Let's just get into this. So, um, yeah, I, I was just going right into how, yeah, social distancing isn't really effective and nor needed. And um, I dive right into The Contagion Myth, which is a book that I love to refer to um, by Dr. Thomas Cohen and Sally Morell. And uh, they just wrote this over the past, it was out in December. Oh, last of this, year. Of this, yeah, right before the new year. Okay. And it's all about COVID-19 and actually viruses in general. It's a very informative book. I loaned out to my brother, who's a nurse, <laughs> so he's going to go through that. Um, but I was referring, it had a lot of sound bites off of that book, saying that, you know, 
viruses aren't contagious and it's it's just a mindset we've all been brainwashed to think but it sounds really just saying that sounds insane but it is very scientifically proven and and um yeah it just goes from there but i know i hope it just it's very discrediting to just say that because we've been we've been fed the storyline for so long of we need to social distance and everything's contagious you can't touch anything you can't speak to someone closer than six feet away from you and um and you know it, it i just never bought into it at all <laughs> so the virus is not contagious we got to dive into that a little bit because there are people who are sitting at home yeah. without a doubt kind of rolling their eyes saying what is what does that even mean i'm even confused what what does that mean that the virus is not contagious <sighs> well we have to dive into when I wish I could just read the book to you because it's really a dives in to so much detail in scientific literature um, of the past that we have that has is out there. If you dig deep enough, you'll find it. But it's of course hidden. Um, it's hidden information because it doesn't fit in the agenda of what we were we're told to believe. So yeah, <laughs> it sounds a little conspiratorial. I you know, know that's what... I know it. It does all sound that way, but you know, we're, it's set up that way. Mm -hmm. It's set. I mean, the what is it? The CIA is the one who coined the term cons conspiracy theorist. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, look into that one, and yeah, just to steer people away from all these crazy things they were doing to the populace. So how, if the virus is not contagious, then how does it spread? That's when I get into five G. 5G. So yeah, 5G like the radio tower. Yeah. The cell towers? The frequencies. Okay. Yeah. You're going to have to explain that. Yeah. Me. So <laughs> so when this all st went down, I mean, I have actually been aware of EMFs for a long time, like quite a few years. And what is an EMF? EMF is an electromagnetic frequency or EMR, electromagnetic radiation. And it's um, known to people who are sensitive as causing harm to your body. So like carrying a cell phone around or being around a cell tower or um, just being in Wi-Fi in general will give you like sensitive people, headaches, dizziness, um, all sorts of physical ailments. And if you're around it long enough, you get migraines. I mean, I do, my son does, you know, we're sensitive. So like my head is pendant on here. Okay. And it's it's a EMF pendant that repels the frequencies out of my field so it doesn't harm me. So it like neutralizes it. It's so cool. <laughs> How does that work? Yeah, it's called scalar technology, scalar energy. So it's made, it's a bunch of like materials put together and then it repels. It just it's so cool. The science behind it's fun too. You can look up, there's um, vibesup.com. It's a really good site. It's all everything EMF um, related. Materials from clothing to jewelry to anything. Does this affect a lot of people? It does. Sensitivity to that? Yeah, and a lot of people don't even know it. Yeah. So anyway, so um, yeah, 5G is introduced and, um, coincidentally when everything shut down, there's towers going up everywhere, especially over schools, um, to upgrade the school's technology. Okay. Time out. We got to unpack this because <laughs> there are people who are going to be like, I have no idea what's happening. So, okay. So 5G is causing coronavirus. Yes. Or is causing the spread. 
it's or is it cause, just causing it's it causing in general? causing internal dysfunction. It's causing our bodies to literally, like, fry from the inside out. But hasn't 5G been around before COVID? Well, we're just increasing. Yes, it's but it's been... Um, Wuhan was a test pilot city for 5G. There were 10,000 towers put up within the city of Wuhan on, like, November 1st of last year. They were, it was switched on. And that's what I was going to, the sound bite that got cut out was like that 60 gigahertz of this, um, this wave. I mean, it can be from zero to 500 is like the, the range it goes in. But the most particular harmful ray is like at the 60 gigahertz. And that's what was turned on in Wuhan. Um, and it was, so a few months later, all it takes is that amount of radiation going into the city and to everyone who's in it. It's imp- it. it permeates everything walls and nothing can really stop it besides you know there's a lot of things that can stop it like clothing wise but nothing if you're not prepared you you're just gonna you're gonna have the emissions coming through your systems and for people who are super sensitive or who have um you know health conditions already that are going to be exasperated because what it does is it literally like it zaps the oxygen molecule out of your out of your bloodstream and so we don't like that's why there's so much damage being done to people with the um with the lungs the lung lining is not able to uptake the oxygen coming into the system because the iron molecule actually is not able to attach to the oxygen so like when you're when the blood's coming to get the oxygen coming into the lungs the body's not able to uptake it so that's why we have hemorrhaging lots and lots of hemorrhaging in the lungs themselves and it's not necessarily always just, I mean, it's always the lungs, but also it's every major organ is also being hemorrhaged for a lot of these people. And so how did you come to find that? That was in the book. That the 5G was in the book. Actually, it was support. I mean, if I go backwards and, and say my husband was telling me all of these news reports last January, of you know, they were building, building incineraries in Wuhan because they couldn't keep up with the deaths, right? Like they were just like, they didn't know what to do with all the dead bodies. And I'm like, that's ridiculous. And it sounds something, a red flag went up for me <clears throat> because if a virus spreads that quickly. I'm like, I, I don't know. I kind of think it's more in another one of their, um, and I've studied a lot of the history of, of China through, I mean, I've, I've been on this road of, <laughs> I'm a truther. So I have been speaking <laughs> for a very mean? long time. <laughs> a truther is someone who, um, has always questioned narrative, always questioned what is being told to believe. And I've always just been that way ever since well, I was Well, I think that little. should be most people, right? You Everyone should think, question. but no, there's not a whole lot of people that do question. Okay, time out. So how does that, how does the, the radiation from the 5G, that was in the book. And this is a doctor, what's his name? Thomas. Dr. Thomas Cohen. Dr. Thomas Cohen. And who yeah. is that guy? He is a, um, a, a holistic pediatrician who went down the route of becoming a pediatrician. And for the first year, he went into practice and um, had seen firsthand what vaccines were doing to children. They were harming. And he really, he explains it in the book, um, his little history. And then he just didn't feel comfortable he didn't have it all figured out at this point, but he didn't feel comfortable still um, 
giving vaccinations. So he went off his own and he did more schooling to become a natural, a natural, um, a naturopathic medicine doctor. And, um, and then he had his career with that. So he saw a ton of children and helped them homeopathically and, um, used Eastern medicine as well and, um, and helped, and he had a great career, but so he had this whole other perspective of questioning what the narrative was and how what we're told to believe really isn't true all the time. And so his connection to 5G was that it's spreading too fast to be well, a, a virus. No, he was just saying um, that you put up 5G. He gives the history of electricity in humans. Mm -hmm. And so I'll back up even further. Um, so he did this clip that I found last, like, February, March. So about a year ago, he did this like 13 minute clip that went kind of wild on YouTube. And it was him, someone happened to capture him at a conference and he was just asked and he didn't think he was on camera, but someone had asked him um, what he thought about COVID-19. And so he, he proceeded to talk about the electromagnetic grid and um, EMFs and... Um, about 5g and it was very like it was like hallelujah this guy and he knows what he's talking about to me because this was my theory like for all like for two months i was saying this to my husband i'm like i bet you anything they turned on 5g in wuhan and then everyone just dropped dead because i saw video footage of this happening with people within the streets um no, you can't find that now right on youtube but um back then i was able to find it and um, I said, I bet you this is just another one of their genocides because they have been doing this for thousands of years to their people, genociding. Like when they, when, I mean, because you look a few months prior to this, you looked at Beijing and um, the riots and the protesting, and they were like packed. Did you ever see footage of? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. but then it was like crickets, you know, after this well, all happened. Well, that's because China, they kind of retook I know, Beijing. I know. I, they did, but... There's or not Beijing, Hong Kong. Yeah. Um, so, well, the whole incendiary thing kind of just threw me off. I'm like, well, I bet, I just, I hope that's not it, but I bet it is. And um, I had a feeling it had something to do with 5G. And for me, I was like, oh, just, they probably all got the flu shot right beforehand because, um, but who knows. But the five, or the flu shots actually, um, or shots in, uh, flu shots have heavy metals in them. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, like just being little antennas for being a receptor to receive the um, the 5G a whole lot quicker. Okay. So. Yeah. <laughs> I know. There's so much. Um, okay. So how did you, how did you make the connection to 5G though? Because there's also a level three viral center in Wuhan yeah. where they yeah. experiment with viruses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know Doesn't what? Doesn't that seem a little more plausible that it might have come out of there accidentally with a breach? You know what? That's true as well. Why can't it all be all at the same time? You know, like I think they're both in, in coinciding. Mm -hmm. um, there, There is a virus out there per se, you know, that we all like have exhibiting symptoms of some at some way or fashion. But for the most part, I don't I don't necessarily my i hang my hat with 5g honestly so um just as like a gut feeling just as a gut feeling i mean i've been doing this research for quite a few years 
And even with 3G, 4G, I was sensitive to these things. So I researched and I had to come up to some, you know, conclusions on my own. Um, so when he mentioned that, that, you know, 5G was a plausible cause and I was like, oh gosh, this is, it's, it sounds crazy, but it's only Yeah, there are a lot of people that are going to yeah, think it's crazy. totally. I know. And that's why that guy put that clip on me, um, on the news, you know, to make me look crazy, which is what, well, fine, you know, but it, it gets people to think because it's really thinking outside the box. that's going to help everyone <laughs> because being spoon fed what to believe and like these, you know, mandates of how to behave and what to do. I mean, it's so conflicting with reality. <laughs> what would be the reason though for if, if this was because of 5g, why would they keep putting up 5g towers? You'd have to assume that they would know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm glad you're asking. That's a good question. I want everyone to ask that question. Yeah. I mean, I can give you the answer, but yeah, yeah. but it, it, honestly, a lot of this has to come from within. So if I just come out and tell you, everyone's going to think I'm crazy because you honestly have to do the research yourself to come up with that answer. So that's what I, I post all the time about this stuff, you know, and I'm always asking people or alluding to people asking why, why, why? I want you to ask why. Research to find out why. Because if I tell you the why, everyone, you're still not going to believe me because it'll sound crazy. So you'll have to add all of this, like collect all the breadcrumbs that don't make sense and then weave them together and then it makes a bigger picture. So <clears throat> there's so many subjects to talk about that are like this because they're all interconnected. So you're saying this is coming from within some government? Because it would, I mean... It's, okay, have you heard of the shadow government? Have you heard of the deep state? Yeah, the deep, yeah. Like yeah. QAnon? No, that's more of a new term. Okay. I know what the deep state is, yeah. yeah. But there's some secret level of government that's not present. Yeah, right. There's so much hidden information. Um, but how do you combat that? Because right there you say that and people I know, roll their eyes. I know, I know. It's, it's all, they have to find one thing that affects them personally. That maybe will, you know, they want to look into more. Because if until it affects you personally, you're going to think everyone's crazy outside of you. So my the first thing that affected me was vaccines. My son became injured because um, I followed along. I have three kids. And um, my second was a, my, my son and um, did the protocol, did all the vaccines that were necessary. And um, he just started to regress. He regressed, regressed. And he went into having signs, symptoms of being like on the spectrum. And so I just intuitively thought no more vaccines because I'd already started questioning the, I didn't know, I didn't know anything, but I, I, something in my gut told me to just stop everything and detox him. Um, and I did that with food. I did the GAPS diet, which is the gut and psychology syndrome diet, which is, um, bone broth and cooked meat and vegetables Lots of bone broth, lots of gelatinous uh, foods to help rebuild his gut and his gut-brain connection. So like on day four of this, and so you cut everything out of, out of your diet besides those few items. And um, he was like a new kid on day four. I wish I did a, a video documentary on it just to show like the effects of just basic diet, like eliminating other things and including um, just holistic foods. And so now he's, um, he's much, much better. He's not on the spectrum, but he does have ADHD. So, um, and that's triggered by like artificial food. 
So were you feeding him just a bunch of junk food? Before? No, that oh. was I'm no, we're like so I've been on this health health um journey myself so i celiac i found out when he was born he had celiac. okay wait times times i gotta stop you because i want to i want to get to the vaccine too but i want to touch yeah. back to go back COVID. into the yeah because okay, i'm trying so, to figure out the 5g connection still right so anyways i, I, but I do want to i do want to get to that too i started questioning vaccines then so um i started researching and that was my in to questioning my reality because at that point i i, I was believing everything that was told to me up to a point and I did what I was told to like to a point um and then so I stopped vaccinating my oldest daughter who had mysterious like things go on with her as well that kind of just went away but anyways um you just have to have an interest in finding out the solution and and not giving up because the, the answers are out there and so mine and mine just that was the tip of the iceberg for me so I kept on like kind of having questions about other things that came up. Everything that came up, I would start questioning, right? Because I'm like, if they're lying to us about the vaccines, that they're safe and effective, then what else are they lying to us about? And who's they, you know, like who's in control? Who is, um, who are the people telling us it's safe and effective, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know? And how are they so powerful enough to tell us this when it's not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Well, that's all. S- that's a lot. That's, That's a, lot. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> when you say research, what do you mean by research? When you say you, you, you did your own research. You have to dig and you have to use your discernment. So mm-hmm. like your antenna, your your own intuitive hunches for what is true to you. So, But what I, does that mean, what is true to you? Because there's a lot of misinformation totally, online. Totally, yes. And that's when you have to use your discernment. So doing enough research, you're going to find what's true to you. So you build up your little like... um your repertoire of like what you believe, what you, what you believe, what you don't believe and what, what, why, you know, (laughs) and everything, everyone's going to be different. And that's the beauty of it all. But that we can all have our own opinions and then say, okay, yeah, I don't buy into that. No. But then there's people who resonate with like, I totally get you because I have that same experience. So there's everyone across the board. So, um, I don't know where, what was your question again? (laughs) With, with picking your information and doing doing your research because right. you could go online and yeah, nowadays, you could be convinced that the earth is flat totally without i mean you spend 20 minutes on youtube and you're gonna start to question yourself yeah. there's a lot of misinformation and yeah. so for people just hearing this yeah how what what's the credibility right like yeah because you could find you could find anything you want to believe online it's all out there you just have to say agreed okay i'm gonna go down this rabbit hole yeah. and then you're lost yeah um, honestly, how I did it was I had these gut feelings, these gut knowings. And, and then when I'd read or find someone who kind of felt the same way, I would actually go in that direction and read and see what they were thinking. And a lot of times they were doctors and, um, practitioners who were shunned by the media. Like they were people who were like blacklisted or, um, they were not given the spotlight. And then you say, well, why not? And why were they, why, why were they taken out? You know, and like I got, um, I followed who was at the health ranger, um, for a while. And then it was Erin at health net news. And she covered all of the, um, holistic doctors who were being found dead. And her list was mainly her friends, like her friends that she and Dr. Mercola, they're a couple. And, um, it'd be a lot of their friends that were showing up 
dead. And they would be like, they started making a list of all of these people. And now it's way over a hundred. Um, you know, it's only been like a two or three year collection. Um, but like Dr. Bradstreet was number one of them. And, um, the list goes on. And then I started following, um, Doc, uh, Jason Kristoff. He's in a Canadian health, um, professional. Um, he owns a few gyms, but he's really a truth seeker, speaker, educational, uh, mentor person. He's like a health coach. So, um, he's just a really big, um, leader in the truth movement for exposing things for what they are through a, a ton of research and everything's like backed up with you know, all sorts of sites and, um, and listings of where to find the research. So you do your own research with these kinds of helpers. And um, then you build your little, you build your, your intuition muscles as well. And you just keep going one hole after another. And so, I mean, that the spectrum is quite large when you start looking at everything yeah. <laughs> differently. How do you so with that research, how do you, because there's obviously research like taking vaccines, for yeah. example, there's obviously research from, from a lot of doctors that yeah. say these, this mm -hmm. is good for you. This yeah. helps, this yeah. prevents, I mean, we don't have polio anymore in the U.S. because of vaccines. That's a myth, actually. That the polio or yeah. that we don't have polio anymore? Yeah. Well, if you want, if you can look into polio at the right sites, you'll see that polio actually was a chemical runoff of agricultural farms into um, into lakes, well, like ponds and lakes, and um, and then people swimming in these ponds. Like, who was it? FDR. He he swam in a pond who had been that had a lot of runoff on it. The next day, you can look into a story. The next day, he he woke up. He couldn't really move. He had a headache and. Um, neurological damage was done from swimming in that pond. So that's what polio essentially, I know just go dive down that rabbit hole and, and kind of come up with a whole new like perspective on what polio is. So Jason Kristoff has a ton of material on that and jasonkristoff.com <laughs> can find that. Yeah. That's a lot to unpack. I know. I know. But what about all the other people that got polio? That's I mean, I, I definitely, I wouldn't argue that swimming in toxic waste will yeah. have well, its then, effects, but yeah, I mean, there were a lot of, a lot of people that got polio. Yeah. Well, a lot of them were vaccinated too. So that gave you polio. The vaccine gave you polio. What about the ones that got it before the vaccine? Those would be the people that most likely were in those soups of <laughs> the toxic soup. Of waste. Yeah. How a would, lot of it was the vaccine, though. Where do you get that information from? That's online. Go look. But on. how do you? Because there's a lot of people online that lie about information. Right, right. I know. So, it's like you have to have trusted material, trust, trusted um, sources. Mm -hmm. And I do trust Jason Kristoff. Like, but what makes you trust that and not the research that counters that? Yeah. Well, it's all the people that end up dying for the truth to get out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's, and then you have to look at like how big this is. It's a giant, huge system once you step back and look at it it's a system of control it's a it's a belief system of control you know like it's just so big it's it's the deep state is very intricate and very very broad and it's covering all of our major major <laughs> um agencies 
do you believe there have ever been a like actual viruses? Do you believe in viruses? Viruses, you know, it's fun. There's a chapter in the book, um, The Contagion Myth, that talks about viruses and what they are and what they have, um, what they have been um, explained as being are exosomes. And you can look up, there's people who, who, who tout this, but of course they're shunned by mainstream. Um, but exosomes are um, like, like they're actually helpers for our cells. You, and it talks a lot about resonance as well. So we're energetic beings. And so energetically speaking, since we're all energy, we all have these energy fields, you know, like this protects my field um, from any harmful um, energies coming into it to harm me. So, but we have the same field around us that if we're in we resonance, in resonance with another person. So someone, you're like having a detox, you're having like a natural detox, you're having like a cold or a flu, um, that no like antibiotics can help for, right? You just go for it. You just, you're going through the process of detoxifying your system and that's known as like the flu. And um, so if I were to come into contact or be around your field, my body could recognize much like, you know, how trees talk to each other or uh, flowers talk to each other, like um, mushrooms talk to each other. Like they all have this intricate, like, um, communication system. So we also have that, but it's all energy. We can't see. So there's all the resonance. So if I'm in resonance with what you're exhibiting, my body will then like say, yeah, that's right. I want to do that too. So then I'll then have this, um, flu virus come on, but it's actually just me detoxifying all the stuff out of my system. Like you triggered that response within me. So, you know, it, it he, in the book talks about, um, women menstruating together and you know like it's not contagious to get your to have your menstruation at the same time um you don't give someone their menstruation but but yes you do you're like your resonance can if you're around a group of women long enough you're gonna all menstruate around the same time on the same times and that's what happens <laughs> it's really cool but anyways that's how it's it's kind of i'm not doing a very good job explaining it but the book does a marvelous job <laughs> to explain it scientifically. Is there science backing that? Oh yeah. Because I mean, I'm sure we've all been around people who have been sick and not gotten sick. Totally. Cause your body didn't resonate with it. You were healthier. Like you didn't have to, your immune system was fine, you know, but when our, when we feel like we have like these toxic loads all the time. And if you're around someone and you resonate with, yes, I'm going to do that same thing now too. It's a beneficial thing because it helps us detoxify our load. So it, it doesn't feel good, but it's something that's necessary for us to remain healthy. How do you look at it when, as a scientist, you can pull out a, like, a viral load and look at it under a microscope and see and say, okay, this is the flu. This is that viral load. Or, okay, this is, this is covid but they haven't. With COVID, they have not. With COVID, found. okay, but they can do that with other. They've done that with other diseases. You would think, but in the book, I, it's funny just to refer to one book. But like, it, it's a load of science and it's a ton of stuff backing it up. Um, but let's see. 
yeah, I um, lost my train of thought, but. With seeing the virus. Yeah, like. So because with... if we, I mean, right, we know that's why you could argue that China was burning people. I, I didn't hear about that, but I would, I mean, it's China. So yeah, right. who knows what they what what they would How do. They... And back in the beginning, we didn't really know what it was. Mm-hmm. But you can you can kind of track the spread. Yeah. Right. And well, you look at where all these five G towers went off and went up, and when they were turned on, and how active the COVID was in those in those locations. What about here locally? We don't have any five G towers. We do. We do. Yeah. Yeah. They're quite. There's T Mobile has one. Um, there, they're quite. There are a few places. Mm-hmm. Or is that, do people know that? If they're curious, you can find out. I don't oh, think it's online. Yeah, I don't think they can advertise. I don't, I don't think they, I don't know. I actually, I haven't, I've looked into it, but I don't know that anyone actually would. I don't know that people are interested or aware of it, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you put a map overlay of like 5G towers going up over the U.S., and the outbreaks, they coincide. So, yeah, but isn't that just, couldn't that just be anecdotal? Right? I mean, you could find a, there's like a weird, yeah. a weird thing that went online for a little while of when Nicolas Cage's movies were released versus uh, famous people just randomly dying. And there were like eight movies that he put out where eight famous people died on that day. And it's all just like, it's anecdotal, you know? You can look and find whatever whatever pattern you want to see with if you manipulate the data or if you look at it in a different way or compare two different things. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I know that they're popping up 5G towers, but it seems, I mean, it seems like a stretch, right? To go from 5G to, oh, it's creating a yeah. a viral load <clears throat> or radi- a radioactive load in your yeah. body. No, I mean, if you do the if you do the five G research, if you look deep enough, you're gonna find that it's very harmful to the system. It's really not good for us to be around three G, five G, four G, any of it really. It's harmful for our bodies, and and especially if you look at having those um, the uh, the PG and E things on the side of the house. If you have those on, that's that's not good for you as well. The smart meters. You know? Oh, what? Because of the radio radiation? Well, it's pulsing through your, through your whole house, like every hundredths of a second. You know, it's pulsing constantly. This is surging, um, the EMFs through your house all the time. But what? No, I'm just saying, like, just, you know, there's a lot of things I'm saying that just look up and, you know, it sounds crazy, but look it up. Mm-hmm. You can look and see how they're all interconnected as well. All the, the 5G and the... Well, the um, how would you say the smart meters are all interconnected with one another on this huge smart grid. But um, let's see. Um, but going back to... You can go back to Wuhan a little bit. There's actually a... Um, I could find this article. I don't have it handy, but there's this ha- article that um, my husband found where it stated... Do you know the China name of it? China did this study. You can look up. 21 million less cell phone users were recorded to, to like, have, like, um, canceled their contract 
with that from January to March of last year. So in March, there were 21 million less cell phone users than there were in January. We're going to give this up. Drop in cell phone users in China. Is that? Could be. AP News? I forget what the site was. We can pull this up on the big screen. Oh, nice. This is I my first time doing this. Really? Yeah. This is such a cool setup you have Thank here. you. Yeah, I actually got brought that TV in here for this specific purpose so that if somebody was like, oh, we got to talk about something. Okay. So the claim is that there's a drop in cell phone users in China and that it is proof that the coronavirus has killed 21 million in the country far more than the official count. Well, yeah, but that could be... Okay, so that's, that's entirely this, plausible, right? Right, but it's going, oh, this is our assessment. This is like, this is, um, they've already covered it. Um, this is not the article that we found. <sighs> Oh, and they said that was false. Right. So now we have what? Let's talk about censorship for a minute. Well, that's that. We we do have to get into that because that is that's an issue. But I want to find. Do you remember what side it was? Let's keep looking down. They've already been. They were probably already took it down. You can go back up a little bit. Because it wouldn't be if 21 million people died from COVID. That's not a stretch that they would no longer have their cell phone plan. Yeah. Okay. So this this was out and I saw this probably like last May. So, of course, though the original article you can't find anymore. But you can find their opinion on the article. So Their opinion. Their, whoever wants to write about this now to say, oh, it's false. That's not true. This didn't happen. To rewrite the whole thing. I forget the link, the actual site that I saw it on. I shared it with a few friends. Um, but it just goes to show. Like, there was an actual coverage of 21 million less cell phone users. And people were saying, yes. There was no, like, yeah, it just raises some questions. This says that it was a myth and that right. it, no mobile phones actually had vanished. It was just the number of mobile subscriptions were canceled. Mm -hmm. No, it wasn't well, the actual mobile phones. It was actually the subscriptions were canceled. Mm -hmm. And then you think, well, you can't survive without a subscription with, in China, because that's how you survive. That's you have to check in your health status every single day. Yeah, but this says right here that one opinion is that the drop in users was because of migrant workers who canceled their region's mobile subscriptions because of the virus. Yeah. So if you couldn't come into the country. Yeah. But you're going to find a lot. But that's the problem, right? Is how do you know? Yeah. I mean, first off, how do you even know that that's the, even that, true or not yeah yeah the 21 million subscriptions were canceled yeah. how do you know that that is a real yeah and that's something you just have to like add to the piece of the puzzle like a puzzle um because why would they have incineraries and why would they be building incineraries to burn a ton of dead bodies if there were no dead bodies well there definitely could be i mean yeah. we have dead bodies yes, right not that many we have half a million have half a million people died so far not 21 million within a few like a few months yeah, but what if, I mean, I could I could just tweet out that, you know, fifty million people died today. Yeah, it's all it's it's another back and forth thing, but yeah, 
we'll let you just let we can let this go but like it's just worth looking into and going well why are they putting all this effort into dis to discrediting what that one article said you know? yeah but what if the article was i mean that's the problem right what if that one article what if that was just some somebody who was it was a good clickbait. it was a scientific kind of journal it was like a it wasn't not, not a journal but there was a very like this is what happened. This is what we think. And like, who knows? Like, well, this is weird. You know, it was like a more of an open-ended like, huh, this has a stumped. We don't know why. So the article, the original article, of course, you can't find now. <laughs> so that's a more of a hunch. Well, it's hard with China because China does ghost people. Yeah. And China has been doing a lot of outwardly extremely wrong things to minority minority populations like the Uyghurs. Mm -hmm. So it's not unreasonable that if some people might have just been killed out of response to the virus. But how how do you decide cuz what if that one article using this as an example, what if that one article was just an opinion piece and that's why everybody is attacking it? It's because it's not true. Right. Well, How do you decide? Because if there is misinformation, yeah. you have to assume that people are going to mm -hmm. attack it. Yeah. So how do you separate that from information that is true that is just trying to be covered up? Usually misinformation, they ignore. But truthful information that they want to discredit, they try hard to discredit. So it's like it's the opposite. It's the opposite has the opposite effect. You know, like, for example, like when vaxxed, vaxxed. Do you remember the? Have you ever seen that documentary? Vaxxed? Mm -hmm. No. Yeah, it's a gr it's a great documentary to watch um, regarding vaccine injured children, um, and there's Vax one and two. But when Vaxxed made um, it's like this screen festival down um, in LA, it was pulled at the last second because it's like this Sundance uh, film festival. It was something that was really big, and it were, they were excited to be shown there. Um, but then it was pulled for the last minute. Um, and then I got so much attention because they were like, they were afraid of people actually getting too much information about this. So they're like, let's just pull it. Let's not have it be seen. And then the opposite thing happened. Like it blew up overnight. So everyone was more, more aware of it. It had the opposite effect of what they wanted. But sometimes that happens. That happens more often than not. When they try to hide something, they try to discredit it or make something else. But it, it comes out in the end. But it's not unrealistic to to also assume that I, I agree with that. They definitely do discredit yeah. some things that are true for various yeah. reasons. Mm -hmm. But there also are circumstances where they discredit something because it is genuinely wrong. Yeah. Right. So how do you make the distinction? It's oh, it's so it's very difficult. Yeah, I, I get it. I do. I mean, it's. But. I'm just trying to pick this apart because there's definitely people sitting at home trying know, to do the same thing. I know. I honestly just say start your research. Mm -hmm. And just in, instead of judging others for their own opinion, I honestly think it's best just to start doing your own research and discern for yourself. Because if, you, if you're told what to believe, like, no, I'm not going to believe him just because he says something that kind of aligns with what I think is true. I'm actually going to research what he thinks and how he thinks. And I want to see the backup information. I want to scientific studies. And um, and then I'll align with my own, like in my own compass, it kind of points me in the right direction for my own self. But I think there are some general truths going on that I think we're all going to come to learn in the coming future 
that are going to blow our minds, you know? It's it's just like it's, what? it's bound to happen. We can't I mean like regards to the virus? Um that's yeah, that's one of them. I mean, because I think that this the whole mask madness is just going to disappear one day. We're going to be like, oh, we don't wear masks anymore. And I guess we don't need to. Viruses, oh, well, we're not contagious anymore. You know, they're going to, it's going to happen. It's going to, we're all going to forget about this and be like, oh, remember that time when we had, we had to wear masks, like for a whole year or year and a half? Like, it was insane. But like, I don't know. I think there's going to be people hopefully questioning and asking asking good questions to get to the bottom of it. Well, the mask, the mask thing is a problem because first off, as soon as you bring it up, people roll their eyes. Yeah. But I don't even, oh man. How do you get into this I one? I know. Okay. If we're going to go into it. Go. I mean, wow. I, I, I mean, already dove into it. Yeah. Get in there. The What's mask, your opinion? Well, the mask thing, <laughs> it, it is going to go away. Yeah. That doesn't, I don't think that that discredits COVID. But I mean, if you wear, you know what those neck gaiters are? Mm-hmm. Where it's like the scarf thing that you put up over your yeah. mouth. Yeah. I mean, the they have. Rubber. Yeah. They have research that that actually is worse than wearing no mask. Right. But you can wear that out in public. And your cloth mask isn't, it might stop the larger particles. Yeah, absolutely. It might do something, but the only mask that they have real evidence on stopping particles as small as COVID is the N95 mask. But I haven't seen anybody wear an N95 mask out in public. No. That being said, they they do something. They stop larger particles, but there is going to come a point where we, we don't wear them anymore, right? Yeah. But, it. Right. But, but that doesn't discredit the fact that there was COVID. The storyline we have all been told to believe is that, you know, it's 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 like here and there. I think yeah. it's more psychosomatic, right? I think we could agree on that. Mm-hmm. That wearing masks, it's not necessarily really to stop the virus in its entirety. It's to make you feel good or make me feel good or make whoever you run into in public feel good because, oh, you have a mask. I have a mask. Okay, we're we're okay. We're mentally, I look at you, I feel okay. Whereas if now if I look at you and you don't have a mask, oh man, I'm freaking out. Right? It's a psychosomatic protection. Yeah. I think it's 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 like a safety field for people to mentally think they're safe. Yes. Yeah. I but would, is, I would if they're agree safe, you know, like it's just a men, it's a mental thing for sure. And it's a mental psycho, uh, psychosis. Like, but like I think that <laughs> I mean, even Fauci is like, wear masks. Don't wear masks. Like, Well, now they're saying to wear two masks. You should oh, double up. Yeah. And then therefore, Texas and Mississippi and Florida all go like, nah, let's just forget the masks and let's go back to 100% back to normal. You know, and, and you know, if anywhere, like in the whole place, I mean, Florida is kind of like, it's uh, do what you want, you know. But, in, I mean, there's a bunch of snowbirds there, you know, like there's a older, older population and they're doing fine, you know? Like, it's just, it's, it makes you scratch your head. <laughs> like, a lot of times when, when there's so many contrary, contradictive things being said one minute and then said another. Like, it's, there are so many parody things that, that kind of made fun of that. Mm-hmm. That I'm sure you've seen. There's yeah. a ton of memes. Yeah. And, yeah, it's just, it's, it's kind of ludicrous. Well, yeah, I think. Again, I don't know if that discredits the virus. I think that just shows shitty politicians not handling a situation well. 
you know, yeah. I think in the beginning we didn't know what it was. So masks seemed like a fantastic idea. Now we have a better idea what it is. Now we know that exercise and vitamin D and being out in the sun helps protect you. I mean, something like 95% of the people that were in the hospital and died from it were vitamin D deficient, mm-hmm. you know? Most people. Yeah, I mean, they're not talking about that. It's kind of coming up more now, but it Which... was all about masks. But I don't think that that... That's, that that speaks more on the people in leadership, I think, that they just don't, some oh. don't know. Well, no, they do know, but they just don't tell the Well, public. they do know. It's it's a political thing, right? They dug their heels in and now they have to continue to reinforce it. Otherwise, they look bad. I think that's what we're seeing with Gavin Newsom and Cuomo. Yeah, that's a mess. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's all politics. Yeah, I think it's that's the problem. It's nothing to do with the health and safety of people. Yeah. None. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. Oh, good. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> I think that's where we are now. But I don't think, I don't know if you can make the distinction or the jump from that to, oh, it's it's like COVID is not there or the severity of COVID isn't there. I mean, it's not, it's not as bad as we thought it was going to be again, but well, I mean, people in Florida... Being are still dying from it, if even we, though they're not wearing masks. If we had a th- like 10,000 5G towers in every city across the nation, we would all be goners. <laughs> a lot of us would be goners. Like, it, that's a shitload of radiation. Our bodies are not meant to handle that. So I, I, I didn't go into this one thing earlier, but I was like, um, Dr. Thomas Cohen had mentioned and did this comparison of when in 1918 the Spanish flu was um, actually um, it was based on this book called The Invisible Rainbow. Did a, a big huge cover on ele- um, electricity in humans. It's this thick. He mentioned it, and so I bought it, and I did a good sum. It was a summer read, and it was really quite. Um, it was the history of electricity in humans, and that was really cool. And then the second half was all like the scientific studies showing how electricity is harmed in various, various, like hundreds of different studies um, throughout the last like hundred years, um, just going over, or not even hundred years, but like going over everything and how it's all related. So we have all these ailments and how they can all be traced back to electricity and how our bodies are not meant to survive and do like prosper um with electromagnetic frequencies in our fields and so in 1918 when we had the spanish flu epidemic um that was when radio waves first went out into the the atmosphere in the van van ellen belt so the book goes into that history and he also covers that in the contagion myth Um, as well. And so it wasn't actually a flu that was super contagious that crossed the globe very quickly. It was actually the radiation harming people. And that's what caused people to die, like in the millions. So it was the first time we've ever at, at that point been exposed to these these you know artificial wavelengths that were detrimental to humans, but they 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 said it was of course the Spanish flu, which we we just assume now like later date, and retold the story that it was contagious, but in fact it was just our bodies detoxifying at a rate we couldn't handle, and that's when people died. 
I know it sounds wild, but there's a lot of a lot of research to back it up. So it's just about it, and that's just another time of when we're told to believe one story, and and it, you know goes along with this theory of the germ theory. Then we can talk about that too, germ theory and um, the, the train theory. You know, these are two scientists. It's kind of like it's like electricity and Tesla. You know, Tesla had free energy. He had discovered like all this free energy. Like he was amazing. He was a genius. And then and then we had like you know gas and electric and all sorts of dif the different electric energy one wasn't harmful to p to humans and one they couldn't make money off of and then one they could and okay who who cares if it really hurts people but it will make us money um and tesla goes away <laughs> right he's killed and then we're left with um and they steal his he's they steal his um his research, his all of his information, his um, his lifelong studies, and and then we go with gas powered and electrical powered everything. So it's just one another story of us being led down a path of belief, you know, German terrain or free, free electricity versus not and harmful electricity. Um, it's not good for us. Yeah, but Nikola Tesla's it was still. There was in still the, electricity arcing through the air. It was different. But was, how so? You'll have to look into it. But it was it was cleaner technology than mm. electricity. And it was it was it was super easily it, how his patent was pretty amazing. Um and he, anyway, so you'll have to research him and research the whole the whole subject itself and it's very interesting. But you, it covers it in the um the invisible rainbow by Arthur Furstenberg, that's on Amazon. And then uh, The Contagion Myth is actually on barnesandnobles.com. Are these, do a lot of scientists, or I shouldn't say a lot, is there a significant number that hold these same beliefs or is it, because you keep coming back to the, yeah, yeah, the guy that wrote The Contagion, the doctor. Yeah. Is it just a few who are speaking about this or is this growing in popularity or is it still niche? It's definitely a niche, but it's definitely the hidden, The it's more of like, it's so outside the norm way of thinking, but when you actually sit down and actually just like um, study the material and do your own research, it makes sense. And then you, but you have to, you have to say, well, why would it make sense? You know, getting over the barrier of like, why would they want to have us be harmed for all these um, different ways that we are, right? Like they tell us things are good for us when they're not good for us. Why would they do that, right? Why and would they? That's what you all have to find out. Like I, that's what goes back to me. Can't I can't tell you the answer because you guys have everyone has to do the research. So I mean, I'm coming out with these crazy theories that sound so far out there, but this is like literally the tip of the iceberg. Like there's so many other things that are even crazier that make sense. But you you literally have to like take a step back, a few steps back, and to look at things from a different, like bigger, um, from a stand, like a, a, just a different perspective rather than what, you know, what we've been all told to believe. Well, there is a problem, yeah. right? And that problem is misinformation. There are a lot of people that say a lot of things yeah and they believe the things that they say totally and they i mean people are easily influenced into yeah. believing things yeah especially if somebody charismatic comes along and and tells it to them totally you know? yeah i mean does it seem 
like do you kind of feel like you're down like a wormhole with that because i know i fall into these wormholes on youtube and i'm going down and i'm like someone has to say hey nick you you're going off the rails man you gotta reel it back in so here's where here's where it comes to more of like this is more of my own discernment Mm -hmm. so a lot of things i would be i i got to this point of like knowing there's so much more than we're led to believe and i had this like epiphany like eight years ago like, I know there's more, and it's called an awakening. Like, when you become aware of more than the reality you know to be true, like, you, when you step back and really say, you know what, I do want to know more, and I know there's more. And when you make the declaration to the universe, to God, to whoever, like, that's what happened to me. And literally, I'd be in meditation, and I'd be hearing words, and they would just come out of nowhere. And, and then I would then look them up and my mind would be blown. Like, what? Like, what the hell is this? And like, time after time after time after time, because I'm being the seeker I am, I was given information to look up to then further my interest and pursuit for the truth. So coming, it's like, it wasn't coming from me. It was coming from outside of me. It was like higher self, or it could be, you know, <laughs> you go down and then be, get into the esoteric world. You can do that because I'm a healer, so I do lots of um, I lots of this esoteric fun stuff, <laughs> very spiritual. So, um, so I would be my mind be blown time after time after time. And so, me getting used to thinking differently came a while ago, and it wasn't something that I was told to believe something. It wasn't someone convincing me of anything. It was more me being the seeker finding some answers and everyone thinking I was crazy, especially eight years ago. And I would be like, oh my goodness. And I would find people like myself and who had already collected a ton of materials and a lot of these nuggets of truth and, uh, and be further along the path than myself. And and okay, and then I found I wasn't alone because when you're on this vision, you're on this journey of say the, what we're in is the great awakening. More and more and more people's consciousness is rising, and so as we as we grow in our consciousness, we're able to expand out into this 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 realm of possibilities, being so much more expansive than what we're taught to believe. say in the mainstream world you know like because that's where I mean we all grew up that way and so there comes a point in time where you question what you're being told and then you do this inner journey see that's my problem with censorship yeah just as a grand scheme an entity Mm -hmm. you said a while back you know why would they why would they censor these people if there wasn't some truth to what they're saying yeah. and that's my argument for why censorship as a whole isn't is not good right because yeah. if when you're censoring people's ideas even if it's a flat earth conspiracy or if it's some some even an emf thing mm-hmm. it, when you start to censor ideas like that you give credit to them regardless of whether they're valid or not. It could be something totally crazy or it could be something legit that they're trying to hide. But as soon as you start discrediting it, it puts it on the same plane. Yeah. And I think that's the problem we see with a lot of people today and why a lot of people fall into these wormholes on YouTube is because they start censoring stuff. And then it's like, oh, well, why would they shut that down? Let me go check it out. And then you fall into it and you're like, oh, this is why because they don't want this this coming out not ne- not necessarily speaking about what you're, yeah it could be anything yeah 
like when they censored Trump on Twitter. I mean, that's kind of a lesser stake. But still, I mean, when you stop allowing people to express their ideas because you view them yeah. as crazy or you view them as dangerous, I get the sentiment behind it, but it leads into a Where world of end? like people today we can't even agree on the same facts no. nobody nobody's on the same page because everybody's looking at their own news feed everybody's searching for their own things everyone's got their own censorship in the back of their head of oh this is what the media doesn't want me to see or oh the media block that because that's true yeah cancel culture yeah yeah i mean that's that's kind of at the root of a lot of these issues is people are hungry for information and if you take that away from them regardless of if you're doing it because you feel like you're trying to protect these people, <laughs> you're hurting them and you're hurting everyone as a whole. Who's censoring, right? I'm asking you. Who do you think oh. is censoring? Well, I mean, we can see it at these tech companies. They definitely are censoring individuals on the right and on the left. It's it's people who are speaking out against norms, right? One of the big, my big issues is dead naming on Twitter. Do you know what that is? No. If someone transitions and you refer, so say it's a male to female and you call them a guy or you refer to them as their, um, the name that they were assigned at birth before they changed it, you will get banned off Twitter. Really? Yeah. Just for doing that, which is crazy, what? which is crazy. I mean, I get, we all want everyone to be nice. We all want everyone to have a good time and be happy and there are assholes out there who are going to ruin it. But but things like that are are dangerous. Right. And with uh, – there was a – I don't know if you remember the Biden laptop thing. Yeah. I couldn't even figure that out because you go online and it's all this conspiracy stuff. But then you watch CNN and they're like, oh, it's nothing. It's it's not a problem. Don't look into it. But there, it was definitely something, right? It was definitely something. Yeah, that's is where we have to go. It's like, I I don't have it, I don't have cable. I've had I haven't had cable in like twelve years. Oh wow. Yeah, no, I don't. I just saw, <laughs> I saw this coming a while ago, and I just like I'm to the point where I don't let my kids have gaming devices, and they don't have cell phones. Like no, <laughs> it's just it. I know like what this, mm, the brainwashing agenda you know and and to funnel people into into believing certain ways of being when it's really not the way to go right like yeah when you're only given like you know funneling someone into direction to think and be an act that's whatever like that's their choice but like you you could still have the option of whether or not i want to act and believe that way but if it's society's norm then you're kind of funneled in that direction. So I just kind of took that option away from my kids, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, you, no, you can go play like I did when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, it's a problem yeah. that people are trying to guide society's way of thinking. Yeah. And that if you don't think how I think, yeah. we got sh to shut that down, yeah. which is a real thing. And you start talking about that and people roll their eyes because oh, well, they shouldn't say that or they shouldn't post videos about the earth being flat, which, yeah, you get it. I get it in theory, right? We want to protect people from information that is wrong, but who gets to decide what is wrong information? Right. Everyone should decide that? themselves. Yeah. But no, this is where the consciousness blocks are coming on. I mean, this is a big conversation too. 
Like I'm here for it. <laughs> Let's go in. <laughs> oh goodness. Okay, so yeah. Um consciousness blocks. Yeah, well do you know anything about fluoride? That's fluoride the, like like in toothpaste and water? Yeah. Okay. Everyone should look into that. Especially it's called the Great Culling on I believe it's on YouTube. The Great Culling. It's a documentary all about the ins and outs of what fluoride is, where it comes from, um, and how it's essentially harmful to our health. It's, it's, it's touted as like amazing for your teeth, but actually it clouds and um, crystallizes or uh, calcifies your pineal gland. So it's, 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 it up, it, it's, so our bodies will uptake fluoride over um, iodine or it will be, oh, actually we have this like receptor site to take in iodine, which we need, like nascent iodine is like the best for our bodies, but you know, you have to order it. You have to know exactly what to look for because it's not readily available unless you know what to look for. But this is something that's missing in our diets, iodine, right? So <clears throat> it's really healthy and it's really good for us. So, um, but often we're deficient in this iodine and what fits this receptor site in our bodies is fluoride. There's like three of them that actually fit in these chemicals that are artificial that come in and will fill this receptor site of iodine. Um, <clears throat> and so we are then heavily loaded if we intake fluoridated water or toothpaste or whatever it may be. Um, and then it, you'll have a heavy load of fluoride in your system, which then it literally, there's, there's studies that say it lowers your IQ and it will calcify your pineal gland, which is your connection to source energy. And being that we're energetic beings, it, it's like literally like your seventh chakra is just blocked. So, and that's your, that's your link to consciousness. So if we have um, all the cities within the U.S., major cities heavily fluorided, you know, like, or it's in the water, we're told to believe it's healthy for us when in fact it's not. You know, it's, it's a control mechanism to keep us at a certain level of consciousness. That's just one, one element that they use. Um, and there, there are so many to keep us, to keep us in this little box of thinking, you know, like, so yeah, that's one of them. That's hard, right? Yeah. Because that's a, that's a really... you go from, see... The misinformation thing, right? Same page. I feel yeah, you on that yeah. completely. Well, but then so the, it's, it's these jumps where we're going from that to the control, I think is what I'm struggling with. Because it seems, you know, at a cursory glance, it seems like a little out there of... I mean, obviously, fluoride's not good in in high doses. And they put it in the water to clean our teeth for people that wouldn't brush their teeth back in the day, right? That's my understanding of why it was originally in the water. There's lots of stories of why it's in our water, but <laughs> if you look in the documentary, do your own research, you'll see the real answer. And it's to block that pineal gland. Um, they don't necessarily say that, but it's, <laughs> it's not to help us. What? You have to look at what is fluoride? Where does it come from? Mm -hmm. It's actually a neurotoxin. Fluoride is. Yes. It is a neurotoxin. So, and for me to say that, it's actually true. But for me to, like, for uh, no one to believe that because that's not actually touted. If you look at Weston Price, he's like the original 
the Weston Price Foundation. He was a dentist back in the like 20s or 30s. He actually wrote a few books, and he talks about how to keep your health, your healthy teeth and healthy body, and he links it to um, a healthy diet. And um, yeah, just look down that, <laughs> look at that uh, research, and you'll you'll come to conclusions about the fluoride. Yeah, like there's one is a book called Healing Cavities Naturally. And um, Winston Price covered in that thoroughly um, for natural ways to help yourself heal your body. Because it's actually we can build our enamel through diet and, 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 um, and basically cure cavities. It's like a seesaw, what is happening in my mind right now, right? Because on the yeah. one hand, you have, you have these factual cases of... Things like that occurring, right? Like back in the day, they said, oh, fat is bad for you. Yeah. Don't eat fat. Cut that out of your diet, yeah. which we know that's not true now that right. fat is good for your body. Your body needs that, right? Yeah. And then you, on the other end, it's the fluoride thing. And it's like, well, fluoride in large doses probably isn't good for you. Are, are we getting those large doses to where it is toxic, right? Because they allow certain amounts of heavy metals and toxins in our food and these pesticides, which do have a tangible effect that kind of is just swept under the rug. Like mm -hmm. that's true. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You can go down the GMO talking about GMOs as well. I mean, that's another, another aspect of the way they're poisoning society. Yeah. So see things like that are true, but then yeah. if you got somebody who, I don't know. I mean, it just seems like there has to be a point where you kind of, I don't even know what you would say, balance out maybe, but then how do you know where that point is? Because, okay, if the, you just keep going. If the pesticide, that's where you get lost though, if you keep going, because some things no, aren't it's, true. It's true, but you have to like, just go, oh, well, you know, I'll put that in the pile of uncertain. Mm -hmm. Put that over there. But I'll put the other things back here that I agree with and I know and I researched and I have this gut feeling about, you know, like, and you could do your own research, like, but. That's why everyone can be their own discernment, like fact checker. Yeah. You know, and you don't have to have anyone else fact checking for you. Everyone can think for themselves. Thank you. Yeah. That's my biggest thing. Yeah. That's why we need both sides of the spectrum of information. Everything should be full. No, we don't have freedom of speech. We don't have freedom. No, obviously, because everything's taken down the instant you say it, you know, because, oh, how, how dare they speak the truth? You know, how dare they speak their own experience into existence and share it with other people. And for doing that, that just shows that they don't want information shared because, you know, they want the hive mind mentality there, but they're losing it very quickly. Most people, are they, though? they are, they are, people are waking up so fast. It's, it's so I'm now like me being this truth seeker that seems way the fuck out there, like I'm becoming more normal. Like I'm coming around. So, like I manifested this group of ladies that has just like materialized in the last year. Like it's taken a few years, but I'm like, I would love to be around some like-minded women who actually think the way I do um, and have a lot of these same like morals and values and see things. <laughs> it's just, it would be nice because I felt so isolated forever. It's got to be hard having some of these views yeah, and yeah. how people would perceive you because of that. Right. So, I mean, gosh, I'll tell you, it's it's so hard, but everyone's going, I think uh, there are so many 
millions of people going through this realization that reality is not what we think it is. And they're going through the notions of doing their own fact checking, doing their own research, coming to these, having epiphany after epiphany and saying, and things aren't adding up. And then it causes like, oh, and now I have these new beliefs. Now my, my consciousness is expanded. And now I have to relate to others who don't see the same way, you know? And so like relationships are being strained. <sighs> I mean, the COVID, the whole, this whole experience has really shaken a whole lot of relationships because of the belief systems, you know, because a lot of people are coming to question a lot of things and maybe one partner's not questioning a lot of things. And they're just like, nope, that sounds crazy. Because this when I went through with this with my husband eight years ago, you know, like I was questioning everything I was having. I was overwhelmed because I was just taking it in like crazy. And, um, and then he wasn't quite there at that time. And so he was like, dude, you are crazy. You need counseling, you know? And, and I'm like, fine, I'll go, but oh, you will see. <laughs> and so like now he's right there with me as far as like, understanding things the way I see them. And he's done his own research independently of myself. He's just, but to see his own awakening as well was, it's been really fun because it just starts with one little nugget of interest in something that doesn't quite add up. And then you just keep going and going and going. And then you get this bigger picture after a period of time. It doesn't happen overnight, but it does, you know, it takes months to a year, whatever, to get like, the bigger, broader perspective, especially when you get like, you, you're throwing like your spiritual aspects into it because then it's even bigger, <laughs> you know, because there's so much, the esoteric world is so big. A lot of people might hear that and correlate that to, to spiraling. Whatever they want to think, yeah. But that misinformation cue, how do you deal with people coming at you saying, like for the vaccine thing, yeah. right? Because that is a strongly held belief Right. Regardless of what side you're on. Right. How do you, how do you handle that when someone says you, you should vaccinate your kids? I've been talking about it for so long on say social media that I don't have really people who come to me anymore oh, really? that want to counter myself because they know where I stand. And if they have questions, they know, I know there's people like ask me and, um, and I talk about it and it's fine. It's fine for it's, but it's only people who are on the, on like the cusp of, or on the fence of like, I have a ton of questions and, and please answer them for me. So then they can do their own resource or, or send me some links I can look into. And so I do that. You said your brother is a nurse. Yeah. How does he, oh, have man. you ever tried to talk to him about that? I have. This is a great story actually, <laughs> because he went into the medical field and uh, believed everything he was told and he was told the vaccine schedule and um, he believed in it because he was, you know, everyone believed in it. Like no one questioned it and they just went along. And that's just how it's been going, right? Well, and I'd been, my epiphany is happening and I'm telling him everything and he's like, okay, Amy, you're kind of crazy, you know? But I kept after it and I just said, yeah, well, here's some links to look into. And, um, and then, he just, he just put it away, right? And then he did his thing, was working. Um, but then he had a few other, a few other friends that were kind of saying the same things, but differently. They were, they were different topics. And um, he just literally had like an epiphany. He literally asked the universe, like I think, and because he was an atheist and um, 
he had certain like he- like beliefs that he had and um he just had this this moment in time where he started questioning things differently he saw things from a different perspective and um he just started questioning from there on out and now he he does he does see things a little differently yeah completely differently than he did before is he anti-vax or not, I shouldn't say anti-vax. Does he not subscribe it's not, to... Yeah, like, he doesn't necessarily believe in them 100%, for sure. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, there's so much propaganda behind everything. And there's so many so many things you have to question and look into. And, yeah, so he took... He, he's been on the journey for a few years. And uh, it's fun. Yeah, so now, like, we can openly discuss anything now. It's fun. What is interesting that I've noticed about people who are opposed to vaccines is that they're way more willing to talk to you about why than people who are for vaccines. Not making a judgment either way. I just think that that is interesting that we could sit here and have different beliefs and talk about the vaccine and it's, it's kosher. It's fine. Yeah. But if you were here with someone who had a stronger belief system in that it would be much more strained conversation on that and i've tried to have conversations both ways and it's it's interesting noticing that with people who are a little more closed off and don't would fall into the category of i want to block you from saying that you shouldn't be able to say that regardless of if i believe it or not you shouldn't be able to spread that information yeah yeah but again who decides what's true and what's not I know. It's the person themselves. So that's why we all have to have these open discussions and let people jog their own, like, level of belief and, and figure out what they what they subscribe to, you know? Leave it open. But that's precisely why everything's so controlled. Because mm-hmm. if we did that, everyone would recognize, oh, of course, yeah, let's question everything and let's look into everything. And if everything were an open book, we would all be talking. It would be a very different conversation we'd be having. Yes. Yeah. Do you, you said that you're more into the holistic approach. Yeah. Do you subscribe to any modern medicine techniques? Like if you were injured, would you go to the oh, hospital? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, for sure. Okay. For sure. But I use essential oils for most everything, like that it covers everything over the counter and more. Um, and, and yeah, and healing modality wise, like. Do Reiki, I do quantum healing. Now, what is what is Reiki and quantum healing? Reiki, Reiki is uh, it's a form of hands-on healing. That's like you're manipulating somebody's chakra, right? Yeah, you're just like a channel of energy. Okay. So, like being energy beings, we have we're made all of energy, and some of us are strong conduits. You build your conduit muscle, like you know, you're you're. This, this portal of energy literally comes through the person doing the Reiki and goes out the hands. So, and you can do it distantly. You don't have to be, it doesn't have to be hands-on. It can be from a distance as well. Because everything's energy. So, like, mm-hmm. why can't it be in two places at once? And on the quantum field, that's, <laughs> that's another fun topic. But, yeah, it's just, it works in all different Planes of existence. Reiki or the quantum? Quantum. What is the quantum? Yeah, it's just working backwards and forwards in time. And um, what does that mean? You can work on. You can actually send Reiki to your little self, 
and do some healing back then. It's like time travel. I mean, it's like time healing, essentially. Let's, yeah. So we can go. You're going to have to explain that to me. (laughs) I'm lost. Yeah, well, so Reiki is amazing. Like you could manipulate your energy from the past? You could heal the energy from, say there's trauma that occurred in the past. You can send Reiki to that trauma field so it no longer exists in the future. Wouldn't that just be fixing it in the present? But you're going to the past to do it. Hmm. You're going like to your little like say eight-year-old self. And, and then it's just, it's so cool. Yeah. How did you get into that? Um, actually I just got, well, actually, you know what? I met a shaman. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. I I met a shaman about, and this is really what, what spurred my awakening. Um, but it didn't happen right away. Like he just, he just told me, he's like, you're a healer. You have, you know you're able to do all these things. And I'm like, okay, I don't know what the heck you're talking about, but all right. And, um, but it was an, it was a great, great first introduction. And, um, so then my, I my path went to, okay, what healing modality do I want to pick? <laughs> Cause there's so many. So I did, um, I did quantum touch for a little while and then I became a Reiki practitioner. Wow. Yeah. And then I've been working with other healers, um, on my own healing journey, and um, kind of just put adding everything to my tool belt. Um, who I, you know, I now do the emotion code, which is um, blocked energy, like energy within your cellular body. Um, there's trapped emotions that that we uh, all have <laughs> with any trauma. We all like keep it and we store it in our body in a cellular level. And um, you can through the emotion code, you can identify and release those trapped traumas. Very, it's a very easy thing, and it's so fun. When you say shaman, did you go somewhere to do this? He was actually he came here. Okay. He was, he's from Seattle. He's actually originally from Poland, and oh, wow. lived in Seattle. He had he had come to stay with a friend, and she had said, "Hey, well, he's doing these um, these healings, and whoever wants to sign up to come see him, come." And I felt this in like intrinsic pull to go see him, so I brought the whole family. Wow. Yeah, it was a really cool experience. And that was eight years ago. That was like, that was like nine or 10 years ago. So that kind of coincided with your, your awakening. That was before my awakening. That was before. Okay. Yeah. Did that kind of, was that like the first step on the path? Totally. Okay. I mean, and I, I'd always had this, like, I've always been a huge empath, meaning like I feel people's energies. I, I feel people's emotions. I can sense what's going on in the room before, you know, like it just, I get it. And, um. And super intuitive. So I can read people's energy really quickly. And, um, but that's always been the case. And I'd always, like my grandmother passed and when I was nine and I always felt her presence like with me, like just unknowing, like, just like, that's just it. Like just, it was just second nature. So, um, and my interest in the esoteric has always been there. So when he said, you're a healer and he said a lot of things about my past lives. And so they all made sense. Have you ever done any psychedelics? Um, I've done a little bit of psilocybin, but not like mushrooms. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, but not very much. Did that coincide with? No, that's more just not too long ago. Oh yeah. No, but it's, it's more micro dosing than anything. Okay. Cause a lot of people attribute this existential self of like awakening Uh to, you know, trips to 
Right. No, it didn't have anything to do with that per se. It was just, I was introduced and these ideas and like, it really just coincided with like my beliefs being almost activated. Like mm -hmm. it was like, oh, it's like remembrance being like turned Like something on. clicked. Yeah. So I'm like, gosh, okay, well, I guess I'll look into all these different types of metallics. And so I, I found Reiki and then the emotion code. And then I learned a bit of quantum healing from another healer. And so, yeah, I do these all the time <laughs> and it's so fun. Do you, oh, you do that for people? Is this like your job? You do that? Yeah, I, I was a social worker and oh, cool. I've been a stay-at-home mom with my three kiddos. And now they're getting older and the youngest is now eight. So yeah, I'm doing healings. I do lots of Zoom healings and um, in-person healings. Wow. Yeah. So it's, a, it's super fun. Wow. Yeah. When you... Do they, do you have to vaccinate your kids in public school? Is that a thing? Yeah. Did you, how did, how did you go about that? Got, you we can have, get we waivers, have, right? Well, you could once upon a time, but now we have these like new laws that are mandating kids to be vaccinated to go to school. And that's just, that's pigeonholing, right? Like, no, that's a medical procedure. You don't have to, I don't have to do what you say. No. And it's, this is something else to look into. But no, I got out, I am, um, my kids, I got them a medical exemption um, a while ago, a number of years ago. And every year it had to be renewed. So I'd have to do it every year. Because for a while I just said, well, I, you know, we had the religious exemption, right? And so I just signed the waiver and said they didn't have to. Um, but when, like for, right now, um, they're in school and they, they have a medical exemption that's working. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. What's the process in getting that? Um, you go to a, like whoever you can find. And um, it, it, there's not too many people, doctors doing this anymore. Just because they're, they're, they're putting their license on the line. And often they're being regulated and they can't write more than like five per year. So it's really being, it's, it's really sad. Mm -hmm. So that's where you're finding a whole lot of people doing homeschooling. It's for that reason, so yeah. that they don't have to vaccinate their kids. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, there's a whole huge movement. Or they're just leaving the state. Oh, it's it's a California thing. Yeah. Blue state. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. Yeah. Texas. <laughs> How? I get the sentiment behind that. Yeah. Because the argument is that if you don't vaccinate your kid... And they're in the public schooling system and they get sick. They could spread it to kids who have been vaccinated, right? This is just misinformation. That so a lot, of a lot of what we're being told is misinformation to believe. About yeah. the vac About, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because there is One no... of the things being the vaccines. <laughs> There's no more wild measles anymore. Which, in fact, was actually good for immune system to get the measles and chicken pox, you know? Like... It actually, there are so many studies that actually say that people who got mumps and um, the chicken pox and measles, they all had a stronger immune system because it was like your body's like um, activation helping you develop a stronger immune system it's to not develop cancers or anything else in later in life because you had this like robust immune system being built when you're a kid. That's with our childhood illnesses but that, that were would just super be, common. That would just be the kids that survived though. But it, it's not as it's not as bad as they make it seem, really honestly. But didn't measles kill a lot of people, a lot of kids? 
we have to look back and look at the real real data. We're told to believe one thing when when other things really happened. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's a matter of doing your own research. And, and I like how you keep coming back to that. That's a solid. That's a solid do argument. Do it. Like it why is. not? Like why believe everything we're being told? We shouldn't. Don't believe everything I say. Go and do your own research. You're the only person I've had on who who is who has pushed doing your own research. I think that's fantastic. It is. It's that's the important. only way to go. It's the yeah. only way I know what I know and I know what I, I with, I, with certainty. Like if I were to not believe what I'm believing, like I, I wouldn't sit here and say it to you. I wouldn't have the confidence to do so. But you're not pushing it on people. No. Which is what I think. I'm not pushing. I'm just saying, look good. guys, I'm raising a flag and I'm saying Time to look. Mm -hmm. Time to look. <laughs> so. My worry, not, I mean, I've been vaccinated. I personally believe in vaccines, but I'm worried about the COVID vaccine in the sense that if they make it so that you have to get it to yeah. fly on a plane yeah. or to cross state lines mm -hmm. or to go to a concert, that's what kind of worries me is yeah. the forced, oh, you have to do this now to participate in society again yeah and that will happen you think so oh yeah it's already happening in israel is it really yeah yeah you can't leave the country if you don't get vaccinated yeah you think they're gonna do that here uh they're gonna try you think yeah. they're gonna succeed no i think it'll try for a while and there'll be mandations and, oh, and everyone's going to be feared into getting it and not wanting it, but getting it. But that's a whole other can of worms. You like <laughs> to research, research, research. If you think you want to go get that vaccine, it's not. I honestly personally do not believe it's worth getting so you could leave the country because this is all going to pass and we're going to be able to travel again. Like, because it's just there's so much information that's going to be hopefully coming out, you know, to, to to the freedom to research anything hopefully will happen. So we can get the answers we want to find to come up with our own truths rather than being told what to do to believe into something that we may not agree with. But being forced to do something against our will, that's not OK. That's not OK. That's like, no, <laughs> it's so wrong on so many levels. It is a problem. Big. Yeah, being forced. This forced coercion is a problem. Yeah. Why do you think they're doing it? That's You have to... Everyone has to research the COVID vaccine before they get it. It's I don't think it's out. a nefarious purpose, though. I think... I mean, in terms of the COVID vaccine, I think they're trying to get it so that it will lessen your chance of dying. Listen, they haven't even isolated the COVID virus. They made you you have to do the research and understand that they didn't rush this vaccine and it was been it's been made for a number like a number of years. This this was all planned. You have to look back and see event 201. Um the Bill and Melinda, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation had set up this and coincided like um worked with this other um agency to fund event 201. It was like this like mock global disaster vax like um virus outbreak so they all had this like roundtable discussion it went on for hours talking about everything they would do what if something like this were to ever happen so to me that's like writing on the wall you know they they often have to say things they have to announce what they're going to do before they do it 
you know, just like. You don't think that's just them no. being precautious? No. You look up. You just have to look up who Bill Gates is and what he represents. Why do people that that seems to be a thing is that people think Bill Gates this is something this has something to do with Bill Gates yeah. that he sparked covid to um, to do something but I don't know what I've seen that all over online people yeah. going after Bill Gates yeah. which why the guy's got so much money what is he why is he coming up with viruses what well, what would be the sentiment behind that do you know? Yeah, I feel like you got. Yeah, no, I, feel like I it's think cooking. it's something that people have to look into themselves and come up by themselves because. What have you come up with in your just, research? Yeah, he's just a shady, shady character who does not have the best interest for humanity. Because what? of my. The, you just honestly, for me just to state that, you have to look up some old like YouTube clips if they're still there saying that. If we're lucky, the vaccines will depopulate the world. You know, like... He said that. Yeah. Like, so there's so much. There's so much on Bill Gates. So if, if a lot of people believe this, it's actually, it's it's out there. And it's not just some conspiracy theory. That he's behind that, no, COVID or that he's, he's nefarious? He's nefarious. And he has a lot of money. He's put his... He's, he's funded a lot of research. Let's just put it that way. And he's he's done a lot of shady things in Africa and in all sorts of countries, third world countries. What has he done in Africa? Didn't he build, I thought he oh, was yeah. doing clean water projects in Africa. <sighs> yeah, I know. No? That's all like, I mean, I'm sure he did, but I'm saying like, that's what's covered in mainstream. Like all his great humanitarian projects. But no, and on the flip side, he's not so sweet. What did he do in Africa? Well, oh, just a ton of like studies where, oh, well, look, look at the, um, yeah. Everyone just look it up. Look it up. Bill Gates and um, all of his um, many, many adventures of being a philanthropist. So, Well, people, I mean, you could look at the Tuskegee syphilis experiment, right? Yeah. I mean, you're going to find. There's so many things. Bad actors. Yeah. All over the spectrum. Yeah. But Bill Gates, they seem to just go after. Um, uh, I guess I'll have to check into that. You because will. It's all over online. A lot of people do not like Bill Gates for some reason. Yeah, it's not hard to find. Hmm. Yeah. Um, but where were we going with that? I think it was just the fire. I don't know. Now I'm stuck on, now I'm racking my brain for Bill Gates. You talk, you have, here's a good segue. Yeah. Kind of ties in. You kind of have your own podcast. Would you call it a, a podcast? Um, I just like having people, like, yeah, you I do. like your I'm own little talks, I'm talk show. Yeah, I'm starting. Yeah. Yeah, I, I listened to the one you sent me. I, I liked it. Oh, cool. Um, but I something I thought was interesting is you were on BitChute? BitChute. BitChute, yeah. which I had no idea. I've yeah. never even heard of Right. Bit it's not shoot. as popular as YouTube um, because YouTube is becoming so censored. You say one thing, the algorithm just like pops you off and you're not seen again, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm like, let's just go to a freedom platform where you can just be seen and heard no matter what. And... Um, there's so many out there now. You know, there's UGE tube, there's um, new tube. <laughs> I forget what the. And then there's there's um, Bitshoot and number of them. But that's okay, the one I'm just gonna be. You like camping on? Yeah. There was one I didn't know what it was, so I googled it, and I want to read the name of this and get your opinion because I thought it was I thought it was insane. This is how Wikipedia describes Bitshoot. 
Wikipedia. Wikipedia. BitChute is a video hosting service known for accommodating far-right individuals and conspiracy theorists Mm. and for hosting hateful content. Oh, my gosh. And that struck me because it... It has inklings of what happened to Parler. And I don't know if you know about Parler. Yeah. You do. Okay. We can get into that. But who gets to decide that? Right? Because that you, there are flatter theories on YouTube. There are hate groups on YouTube, but they're not going to say YouTube is that. They only say that because they can't control it. Can't control the site. Yeah. Okay. It's out of, it's out of England. Um, that's just groupthink. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. But how many people does it take to to get that branding, right? Doesn't that seem... Because what if it's just one person on BitChute or one person on Parler who's yeah. posting this stuff and then now that I whole site is I didn't even know that. Down. I just am like, dude, I want somewhere it's not going to be censored. And I, I looked around at all different ones. I'm like, oh, BitChute sounds great. Let's just go there. Yeah. It had no... <laughs> yeah, I figured it wasn't tied to that. But it just... That struck me that... It's so funny. Because, well, I mean, really, realistically, who, who wrote that? Like, what person just decided that, okay, this is now a site for not just expressing yourself it's for hate for people to go to spew hate like who gets to decide because you could find that on youtube but youtube's not branded that way well you can find it on facebook it's it's whoever wants to control the narrative Mm -hmm. (laughs) they they, it's groupthink that's definitely putting people that's that's planting a seed of misinformation or it's information for people to go divert that's what we know about bit shoot because it's the first thing i've read you know like or i remember not that it's a freedom platform for free speech, but that, oh, it's far-right conspiracy theorists. Oh, that's so funny. I know. It's insane, right? Yeah. No, because I actually love it. Actually, I did what I wanted to do this for a while. And um, I've been doing, I'm almost, I'm near the completion of doing a leadership program. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's called the Hardcore Leadership. And it's been a, it's a three-month program, four-month program. And, um... It's just a fun process. So like you're becoming your best self kind of version. Go through the ins and outs of being supported in a giant community or big community. Um, um, and it's all about enriching your own your own self and growing yourself as much as you can and um, stepping out there and achieving something that you want to achieve. And so and you're supported in whatever your goal may be. So my goal was to just make a website for my healing business and to do 20 videos. So Whoa. I have yeah, four more to go. Whoa. Do you think you're gonna keep going after that? Yeah, why not? Why not? Yeah. Is that so that's why you chose BitChute is cause it's not censored. Right. See that's that's the thing, right? I feel like that's why most people chose that site and would choose Parlor is because it's not being moderated like totally. YouTube. Yeah. I mean YouTube you can get demonetized for anything any number of things any number of things yeah you don't you don't speak the narrative you're kicked off which is weird it's weird what they allow and what they don't allow because they'll allow flatter theories but QAnon, and that's gonna get yanked i know that's gonna get yanked i know that the 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 controllers have their hands in so many different pies yeah group of just there's so many things that they have their hands in for to keep the control go them the, the group thing going in a certain direction but with this you know great awakening it's it's more difficult than they had thought so you think more people are are kind of tuning up to it yeah i do were you ever on parlor um for a millisecond i never really checked i, I like established but i never really 
used it. No, I, I got on there way before I think anyone else did. And then I lost interest because it was just not used as much. It wasn't as active. And so I just never used it. And then it became big and then it was gone in an instant. Yeah, is it closed down? I think it was Or just, did they just remove it from yeah. the app store and the Play Store? Right. Okay. It's like deactivated. Okay. I <laughs> think that's dangerous. Yeah. I think that's a problem. I know. Well, gosh, we're becoming the CCP. What is the CCP? Communist China. <laughs> oh. <laughs> there are people that would say that. I don't know. I get it. They just want people to be nice and they want people to be That's one nice. version. You think the control version is more the key? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. But it's average people doing this, right? Those are some of the biggest proponents is average people moderating other people. I mean, there's definitely the tech aspect, right? Yeah. And the algorithmic bias and all that. But it is, it's average people, too, that are pulling a lot of this these social justice groups you could say yeah but it's really it's from the higher-ups that are controlling all these as well do you find do you find it like you're having a hard time putting out your message because some of your ideas i mean the the Mm -hmm. non-vaccine thing that could be perceived in any number of ways do you find it hard to get your message out on these Um, platforms or you primarily just use bitshoot a bitshoot um but then also facebook yeah, and, and Facebook and, has a pretty heavy moderation ad. Yeah, but I mean, I know they have me on flag, but um, luckily, knock on wood, they haven't like banned my <laughs> banned me or put me in timeout jail. Um, but I'm just as vocal as anyone else out there, you know. Just that's fine for me. I love speaking my truth on that platform and getting people to question and and to maybe do a little research. And of course, I always like link some some. Um, sites to check out for further research if it so (laughs) strikes their fancy um but you know it it often like the why question you know like you say like i don't think you know many people want to that say believe in vaccines want to even talk about it or discuss it openly and have a candid conversation with someone like this um but they don't want to know the answers like often it was like that's your the level of um say cognitive dissonance like it's there's this breach where they must not pass because if they do, then the reality of what they believe in is shattered. So that is what kind of I think people know in the back of their minds and like they have a belief in a certain like these certain ideas and they're told to believe these and they believe them because these authority figures are telling them to believe them. And um, and then you just know like, no, I trust them because I trust them <laughs> because I know it to be true. But if you try to argue a counter argument, they won't want to learn anything different than they already know. So that's the breach of like understanding the whys. Like why would they, why would anyone want to harm us is the big one that people have a hard time getting over. So, you know, like having this conversation with my parents, like, you know, that for the longest time, it just frustrated my dad because he's like, that makes no sense. You know, like it, it was a really, really thick wall of cognitive dissonance to get through with him um, for him to just even be able to rat, like asking bigger questions and seeing it from a different perspective. But it, it took him a while, but he didn't want to. But I was my brother and I were like, OK, Did he come around. Yeah, yeah, he has come around to being looking at things in a different way than he used to. I wouldn't say he's 100% by any means of like seeing, asking questions. He's just like, whatever. 
Too much TMI, guys. I don't want to know anymore. Have you ever lost any relationships over this? Yeah. Over some of these beliefs? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's been more of like, I've been on this path and there's people that have kind of dropped away who don't align with the way I think or the way I, you know, my beliefs. Because it stirs, I, you know, they each have their own reason, but it's not too many, just a handful. Um, and I still have friends that I've had forever, but, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely something that a lot of people are going through. It's not just me. So that's, it's really kind of nice to see that we're all ebbing and changing, um, as we grow and to stay in one space of one area of belief as our world is constantly changing, um, it's just like the old, I don't know. I think it's better if we can just be able to adapt and change into new new things as they come along and to be able to ask questions that maybe do set us like maybe it is hard to to look at things a little differently. And it was for me too, but I um I kind of took it in stride with like okay, well this is it's just the way for me. I'm I'm a truther. I'm a seeker. So, I just kind of went with it. Did at any point in time, did you kind of question the path you were going down? Because it sounds like a lot of people, you had like a lot of external pushback from people around you. Was there ever a point where you were like, maybe this isn't worth it, I guess, or maybe I'm, maybe this is the wrong no, path? No, there hasn't been too much pushback per se. Um, or not I, necessarily pushback, but like dis, disbelief amongst those people around you. Like you, you said your brother or your parents, yeah. like, did that ever strike something in you of, Oh, maybe I'm, no. maybe this is something else. No, it was always like, man, I wish everyone would see it the way I see it. Mm-hmm. You know, I would love it if people started questioning and, and looking into things instead of just believing what we're being told to believe, you know, spoon fed information and we eat it up. You know, and that was me for a long time because it was just seemed a little bit overwhelming to even (laughs) contemplate like the whole bigger reality. But it's much bigger than we think. Yeah. Yeah. That's my thing. I wish people would just be inquisitive and question things. Right. I'm not going to say how far they should go with that because I do think there are wormholes to fall in. But I think if nothing else, you should you should question things. I think that's never a bad thing to just question the information that you get. Regardless exactly. of if you're questioning it and you believe in it or you're questioning it because you don't believe in it, I think people need to do that. Being open to any kind of different opinion is a really good thing. Like, I love getting other people's opinions and I love talking about things. And I'm never, like, hating on anyone because they have their own opinion. Like, it's just, that's not the way I am. Like, I'm just always like, oh, great. Like, let's just keep talking and keep going and dive deeper. And and um, then I pose questions for people to get them think as well, you know. So it's, it's a really fun thing. And often they're like, oh, gosh, I don't know. And But that's where the, the research has to come along. Have you noticed that a lot of people that kind of hold these beliefs, would you ascribe a certain political leaning to them or is it a pretty all-encompassed you know um my own opinion i'm independent Mm -hmm. (laughs) i don't subscribe to the left or right um because i think the, the independent is going to be more of like the critical mind like 
I'm going to weigh everything and then make my own decision. I'm not going to be told what, what party to believe in for this or that. Like, and so, um, in the and and in the end, I think it's all an illusion, anyways. I think the left and the right are both controlled by the same hand. So, like, they're all just big puppets out there, acting like they're on the different sides, but they're really not. You know, <laughs> you just. Do a little research down that. And that's a huge web to get into as well. It's very sticky. Um, but I don't necessarily like to dive into politics just because it's so, I don't know. I don't like it. Yeah, the political, both of them are full of shit. Yeah. I think if any, if people are waking up to anything, I think it's that to some extent. Yeah. That How much BS will you eat? Yeah, they don't, <laughs> the fact that there's a, there's a convention and a committee that, that runs both, like it's not, it's not of the people. It's just not. It's... <sighs> It's a power grab. Yeah. And it, it, I think people are awaking, awakening to that. I don't think that's as conspiratorial as it once might have been. But the only reason I ask is because there's that, there's that perception of right now, at least, it's the left that's trying to censor speech. And it's the right that's getting censored and trying to say, hey, we need to stop censoring. Yeah. Well, that, yeah, more conservative views are being censored, more independent. I, I mean, I think we should just really just call it independent because mm -hmm. most of these conservative people are just independent thinkers. So I really just think it should be independent. <laughs> Rename it. Yeah. And have it just be a purple, purple party because it's now, you know, the two colors blended. Um, I don't know. It's just... Let's talk about people moving from our state to different states, you know, like it's Texas. Yeah. And Idaho and Utah and Wyoming and Montana, like where there's a ton of transplants leaving California for, for many reasons, political. Gavin Newsom being <laughs> yeah. one of them. Yeah. Well, it's crazy. I mean, especially when you look at how the lockdown is still going on here. And how it's not in Texas mm -hmm. or it's not in Florida. I mean, I think people yeah. are sick of of what is happening. And I don't think, uh, for whatever reason, I don't think the politicians are, are letting up like they should be. They're not adjusting to the information like they should be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, look at what happened to Texas, you know? Like, they said they don't, they, um, it's just a control mechanism, you know, uh, let's just go into, say, the California fires being controlled. Have you thought about that one? And back back in the day, you mean that yeah, controlled like what? That they were man-made fires? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Controlled fires meaning they were set fires. That's a fun. That's a fun one to go um, look around into. What and makes then, you say that? Well, do you know there is? Um, they're definitely. I mean, there definitely were. Right? They caught a few people that were starting fires. It's more than that. Pyromaniacs. Oh, you're saying from the jump that this was just... Yeah. The ones no. that like burned through the hills down in LA and were burning up. Um, yeah. Every, oh, I can't think Santa everywhere. Rosa, basically, yeah. Like basically everywhere. everywhere in California. Yeah. The whole valley. Um, yeah. That's a whole other thing to look at. Um, you know that there's controlled weather, right? Like... Um, well, yeah. Like they'll release things into the air to try to make it rain like that. Mm. Yeah, it's much bigger. Um, <clears throat> you can look into CERN. 
Um, well, I know that China China is trying to manipulate weather on a pretty large scale. We've been doing scale. this for a very long time. Oh, we have. Yeah. Yeah. So, and the whole thing that happened with Texas um, was... Oh, the snow. Oh, is this where we're going to go? This oh. is where we're going. Is this, oh, man. Is big, Buckle up. I know. Yeah. So, it's, they were attacked, you know, with freezing temperatures that never happen, you know? It's, it, it totally decimated their their economy and then like they are now forced to then be have okay do you want government aid of course you do but of course the governor's like heck no i don't know if he what he answered yes or no but like it put him in a position to be like gosh we we do need funding but should we ask or should we receive it because they don't want them to become super independent they don't want them to lead the the charge against saying f you government <laughs> like we don't have to do what you say in terms of like a secession yeah and a lot of things like a, just it's just a huge statement to be saying like we're and then they go in after the big huge storm to say we're opening up full bore you know no masks we're we're back to normal you don't think that that has more to do with like global warming no you think it was how would they it's another can of worms global, global warming. you don't believe in global warming no whoa i know whoa I know. You are all in. Yeah. Okay. Well, like, so you have, like, back in the day, I read this book by Greg Braden. And he's an intuitive scientist. He's a scientist. Um, but he had great, great theories for as to, like, how the earth actually, <laughs> the earth. So it's just a huge can of worms that if you look at it um, at a different angle, with different different data that is, you can find it. It's out there. Um, it's just a different rabbit hole to go down. But if, if you want to spend the time and like sift through all of it, you can come to your own conclusion. There's there's two different talking points. Yes, there is global warming, and then there's not global warming, and this is just normal. But then it's obviously, and then it's <laughs> we have our environment artificially manipulated by weather control which it makes it appear like we're having global warming there's a whole lot to it and there's it's it's more than it's this very fun scientific study and um talk that deserves like two hours worth of talking. yeah i wish i was more informed i'm i know i'm not a scientist i'm not either but i i know enough to like to, wear to my question head, it. To, to know to question it to know to go i'm not biting all the sand sound bites that they're telling us to believe I just see red flags. Mm -hmm. I just do. I like whenever like we're told to believe something, I go the other direction. I mean, you know, upsides, downsides, upside. <laughs> like it's it's the opposite. We're in the opposite world. Is there ever is there anything that's publicly held like something like global warming that you do subscribe to? Where you pretty much you try to question everything across the board? Yeah, but you know, and I don't mean that in a negative way. The term, the term conspiracy theorist or... Um, it's used to discredit people, first off. Conspiracy so theorists is. is used. Yeah. It is. And yeah. it's, not, it's not very apt or very fitting. It's just one way to put um, a bunch of very independent, critically minded people in a lump sum to discredit them. Yeah. It's like racist today. If you call yeah. somebody a racist, you can just shut down yeah. their argument without actually having to talk to them. Yeah. It's a very, it's like the best word for cancel culture. Yeah. You racist. Know. Yeah. And, and also. And conspiracy theorists. Conspiracy theorists. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so, yeah. 
Um, but I, I claim it. I don't care. Like I, I, I know you embrace even, it. You're not like ashamed I'm of anything we've talked about. You none. You ride for it, which I think is admirable. It honestly just takes some research and enough research with your blinders off and um, like forget, <laughs> try to forget everything you've ever been told and just re like integrate with new eyes if, if one could do that and, and kind of go with like checks and balances of like, what do I think is real? But a lot of ours, we have to look at where our beliefs are rooted and why we believe them. So that's one where that's one way to start. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I guess just having that questioning mind. Have a questioning mind, and often, like my my mom doesn't really have a questioning mind. I'm like, have you ever wondered about this? No. I'm like, never. You know, like it would be just something. Something. Um, I don't know what it would have been, but anything really. I'm like, huh? I've always questioned something, but there are questioners and there aren't questioners. But yeah. I think it's 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 fun to be a questioner and to um, to seek. Okay. Yeah. I think we can we can end it there. I think there there's go. a lot for people to process, and I hope they do. I hope they question, and I hope they go do some research. Yeah. And see how they how they feel. Definitely. Do you have anything you want to plug your your show your your yeah. wellness your? Yeah. Yeah. I know if people are aligned with like they resonate with whatever I'm saying or my energy, um, I would love to work with them. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm at embracingessence.love. It's a site that's still under work. <laughs> so I'm, I'm work under construction. And um, my channel is called Embracing Essence on bitshoot.com. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for doing this. I really, I enjoyed talking with you. We'll have to get you, you and your husband or you and your brother back on Yeah. go for round two and see if we can dive in more. <laughs> yes, I know. I told my husband, I'm like, it'd be great to get you on. Yeah. He's, he's, um, he's more political minded and okay. he, yeah, he likes to just eat that up all the time. I'm like, get it out of me. <laughs> I don't want to see it. Yeah. I've had to, I've had to stop watching the news recently just cause it's, it's too much. It's yeah. just too much. Yeah, but it's cool to see how far he's come and to see things so differently than he had ever had to spend before. So I know he got roped along. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you. I, yeah. I really enjoyed it. All right. Thank you for coming on. Thank you. Thanks, guys.